better than this? Guys, we and dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast, presented by Locked On. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs from the Draft Network, and we are your hosts here on this Monday episode of the show. Good job. Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. They have amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. Kyle, hope you had a great 4th of July weekend. I did, and, and we are coming out of the weekend, which does make today Monday. Yeah, I remember that at the last second. <laughs> it's a little delay. Welcome to this Monday. You know, here, here's the problem. I'm, on my iMac, I'm looking at this screen, and, and at the bottom, it's wonderfully tells me that it's July 6th. But they can't, you know, like sneak an M in there, or you know what I mean? And I've been well, falling for this for a long time. Now. Then you're going to have to change the – are you viewing your clock as digital on your layout, on your bar across the top? Yeah. Oh, it says Monday up there. I should look up there. Hello. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm never going to make this mistake again. And we'll this never is, get to have this conversation. Again, I said this last week, but this is partially my fault because I put you on to Apple products. Well, thanks for taking your share of the blame. Well, but I've also now taught you the remedy. It does tell you on your screen what day right. of the week it is. I just have to train my I, more eye discipline. You know, I need to know where to put my uh, eyes. Yeah, to get the you got to read your uh, read your keys. Right, it's right there in front of me, and it's never false. Your reads. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I would ever look at this one on the bottom now. Well, because the, the top one doesn't say the number date, which I normally don't care about. Wow, this is a terrible discussion to start this Monday podcast. How how is your fourth? What did you do? <sighs> um, what did I do? I mm-hmm. um spent the day with my daughter. When I was not, I was I was not expecting that to be the case. My wife planned a wonderful that. pool day for herself and her friends, and and you found out five minutes before she left. <laughs> I was like, "You're not taking the baby." <laughs> right? What? And okay. so that was it. Yeah. Well, good. You know, it was a holiday, and I played some croquet. Went to a friend's house and played croquet. And it's been a long time since I played croquet, and I would lose to you if we played. So I'm glad I don't, I don't play. I don't claim to be a great player, but um. Yeah, lost by one stroke. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. Uh, team that has not lost a lot based on our predictions thus far is the Philadelphia Eagles. And that's who we're doing today here on the show. Uh, if you're new to the concept, if you just saw Philadelphia Eagles 2020 season prediction, whatever, first of all, welcome. Please stay. Please come back and listen to the rest of these. We are going through all 32 teams. There are predictions game by game through the season, courtesy of playoffpredictors.com. And at the end, uh, we are choosing five players based on the outcome of the season and that team's salary cap situation to make eligible for a hypothetical 2021 expansion draft. Joe and I will then take control of the expansion team, the San Diego Scouts is what we've called them. And we're going to draft an expansion roster, and then we're going to put it on Madden when we're done, and we're going to sim a season and see how our team does. Yeah, probably not too good, but we do have the hey, first pick. Hey, 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 hey. We get Trevor Lawrence, Kyle. We do get Trevor Lawrence. We get him. Sorry, Jaguars or Panthers fans. It didn't work out for you. That's all right. They can get Trey Lance, and they can get uh, – yeah, Justin Fields. Yeah. So we're going to use the TDM mock draft machine to – uh, kind of help us make those decisions, and it'll be great. We'll be good. All right, let's pick this schedule here, sir. Okay, so as I said, we've picked five games for the Eagles this far. They are successful. I'm not going to tip our hand here. 
because we need to go week by week and, and give you as an Eagles fan the experience of experiencing this, this schedule play out. Week one, Philadelphia is on the road in Washington facing a team that's probably going to have its team name changed by the start of the season based on what Ron Rivera is saying. Yeah, he's been pretty candid about that, huh? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I expect it to happen. So, I guess we'll uh, relearn what the nickname is. But I think this is uh, this is an early season dub here for the Eagles. Eagles dub. They've got a good offensive line. I know they lost. Uh, they lost Brandon Brooks, right? They did. They still got good talent between Kelsey, Lane Johnson. Andre Dillard, former first-round pick. Let's see if he can flip the switch a little bit. Uh, I think they've got better quarterback in Philadelphia. Uh, I think defensively they'll be just fine pressuring a young quarterback in Dwayne Haskins. Do you think Dwayne Haskins starts his football yes, game? Yes, he does, Joe. Stop trying to make Kyle Allen a thing. <laughs> he knows the system. He knows the system. He's got That's real fine. reps in it. I don't care. The Redskins – or Washington, excuse me, they also have Thomas Davis – that's so weird to me. Wait, the linebacker? Yeah. No, what is he, coach? No, he plays, man. No, he doesn't. So shut yeah, up. They signed him. The 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 um shut up. The Chargers cut him and then he signed with uh Ron in Washington. Wasn't he supposed to like retire after the Carolina thing before he yeah. signed with the Chargers? Yeah, and then and then here's the problem. Carolina said, "You know what? Um we're just gonna, we're going to cut you." And he got he got fired up, man. He's like, "I still got I still want to play." And he went to uh, Los Angeles for last year, played pretty well. And now he's going to probably be a starter for the Redskins or Washington this year. Good for him. Good for him. Yeah. He's one of the NFL good guys, man. You've now ripped uh, the, the name twice. I know. We've already it's, said we're, we're going to put it behind us. Yeah. You know, it's going to be a struggle. And I don't, <laughs> I don't mean it's, I mean, you've called something one thing for your entire life. And, and I still call the Chargers San Diego. Right. It, I mean, we've done well to convert to Vegas, though, for the Raiders. It, it flows pretty well. Vegas. Okay, so week two, we've already picked this game. So that's why we had a little bit of fluff time to play with there. The Philadelphia Eagles at home against the L.A. Rams. We've already picked the Eagles to win this game. 2-0 to start the year. That's terrific. Now, week three, they're home. Again, they play the Bengals. Win. Any chance it's a trap game? Philly has to go on the road, play Sunday night football against the 49ers the following week. I mean, if you're trying to find one, I think so. Um, but, I mean, so why – the dynamics are interesting, right? They're going to go play San Francisco the next week. But what do you look at for these football teams and think that, you know, Cincinnati's going to be be able to go into Philadelphia and win the football game uh, when I, I think – I think for the line of, I think line of scrimmage here – Cincinnati's got a good defensive line, mm-hmm. but I think I think that the Bengals' offensive line will not be able to hang up against what the Eagles can throw at them up front. You, you don't think a, a, an upgraded quarterback to to beat pressure? I know how much you love Joe Burrow. You don't think these skill guys can't give the Eagles secondary a little bit of fits? Sure, I do. I know they got um, Darius Slay here in Philly now, and it's obviously a huge upgrade. Right. And this is also a team last year that was Jekyll and Hyde and went nine and seven, and they didn't make any changes to their coaching staff. So, you, I mean, I, you want this. You want to go since here. Well, I'm, I'm just playing devil, devil's advocate because I know what the next two games are. Yeah, you know, I mean, if they'll have a five-game win streak to start the year if they don't mm-hmm. find an L. 
Mm-hmm. All right, Eagles win. No, Eagles let's win. give them no, a loss. No, we can find other ways if we wanted to to the- acknowledge the irregular play of the Eagles based on you know not living up to expectations. No, this would be a perfect example because spoiler alert: we have them going into San Francisco and Pittsburgh, winning the next two games. All right, let's do it. The Bengals got to win a game at some point. I mean, that, now they've got two. That's great, though. Good. They, they've equaled – we've predicted less than half of their season schedule, and they have as many wins as they did last year. All right. Eagles fans everywhere are losing their minds, Kyle. We just, we just well, predicted the Bengals to go into – Hold on now. What is the stadium? FedEx Stadium or the link? No, Fe- FedEx is Washington. Lincoln <laughs> Financial is Philadelphia. All right. Okay. So, Joe, as you said, weeks four and five, we already have forecasted as Eagles wins, which means they start the year four and one. So, Philly fans, ignore the fact that we gave you a surprise loss. If we told you you play Washington, the Rams, Cincinnati, San Francisco, and Pittsburgh, and you came out of that stretch four and one, are you happy? Joe, they are. Would you be <laughs> a happy Eagles fan if I told you that and I didn't tell you who the loss came against? Wait, wait, you said happy Eagles fan. If – would you be a happy Oh, me, Eagles? yeah. Yes. Yeah, uh, four and one at any point, I'm usually happy. Okay, then shut your mouths, guys. Week six, <laughs> you're at home. You're playing the Baltimore Ravens. After beating San Francisco and Pittsburgh on the road. Yes. Does Baltimore have – or does Philly have – I think this is a game where you've got to have good linebackers. Philly has no linebackers. Right, and they have none. None, none. They lost Malcolm Jenkins, too. This is a loss. Yes, I agree. They're not built to beat Baltimore. Now, now they're 4-2. and two, But the good news is they're at home on a short week, Thursday night football, playing the Giants. Win. Dub. Which now puts the Eagles at 6-2. 6-2 six and, two. Six and two we've going all, into the bye. Yes, because we've already forecasted a win against the Cowboys week 8. 6-2. So yeah, so they have one of those perfectly timed bye weeks. Like right in the middle, it's a symmetrical season, mm-hmm. eight before the bye, eight after the bye. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyle, let's talk about these post-bye week games. But first, let me tell you about our friends over at rockauto.com. This is a family business that's been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. You can go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They've got everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why would you spend up to twice as much for the exact same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Make sure you write locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Fox? So they know that we sent you. They have amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need over at rockauto.com. All right, Kyle, six and two uh, Eagles coming out of the bye, going to the New York Giants. What do you think? Well, I think that they sure, certainly could win this game. What do the Giants got going on before this this uh, game? Oh, uh, what's the what's the Giants' previous schedule look like? Yeah, who do they play the week before? Uh, Washington on the road. 
with Washington coming out of the bye. Mm. Oh, back-to-back opponents, division opponents off of a bye. That's dirty. Yep, that is rude. Giants. And then they go into their bye week the following week. Oh, wow. Who do they get to play coming out of their bye? Cincinnati, in Cincinnati. Um, we have not been kind to New York thus far. No, let's be kind to them right here. I was going to suggest this might be a trap game. Yeah, I like it. Giants dub, division Giants rivalry. Dub. On the road, yeah. Man, Eagles fans are crushed. They're pissed. Crushed. You're 6-3, and three. I don't care. I don't care. I'd kill to be 6-3. and three. I can't tell you the last time I was 6-3. and three. This is a nine and seven football team, remember? So we're not like it's not too crazy. Week eleven. They're yeah. on the road, but they're playing the Browns. I think this is a dub, Joe, personally. Yeah. I think this is a bounce back game here. Um, especially with the, the slate of games coming up at Seattle, Green Bay, New Orleans, Arizona, right. Dallas. Like this execute. is one gotta take care of this game. You gotta execute. Okay. So now we're seven and three. Monday night football at home, Seattle Seahawks in town. I like this as a win for Philly. Especially because I think they lose the next two. Yep. So they get a little they get an extra day of preparation. Seattle's got to come across the country. Yep. Done. Lock it in. Okay. Uh, yeah, now it gets now it gets tough here. This at next, Green Bay. Yeah. I don't like that game for Philly. Loss. So now we're eight and four. Philly at home against New Orleans. Now, mind you, Joe, this is a New Orleans dome team that's playing outdoors in Philly in December, mid-December at a 425K. Be a little brisk, that Philly air, huh? I think that yeah. I think I don't think we should overlook that. So what what swings the pendulum here? You got the Saint. I mean, the Saints are a very complete football team, top to bottom. They are. It's going to be late in the year. Drew's arm's going to look a little tired. Think so? Yeah. It's looked tired for a few years now. By the end of the year, I I am inclined to give the Eagles a win here. I talked myself into it when I realized this was indoor team playing outdoors in late December for a late kick. Yeah. Eagles dub. You're nine and four. Feels very Eagles-y. Oh, we're nine and four, but we you know, we lost to the Bengals and the right the Giants. The Giants. <laughs> I mean, we gave you the benefit of the doubt against New Orleans and Seattle too. So, like, law of averages says this thing could spin right back around if you quote unquote win all the games you're supposed to. You're probably gonna be the exact same spot. All right. So now we're going to the Cardinals, to Arizona play the Cardinals and Kyler Murray inside inside can Jim Schwartz adjust to the spread offense or, or is Kyler just gonna send uh send bombs down the field at least they have Darius Slay no good safety so <laughs> what are you thinking here Kyle this is not an easy game to predict I what think we Slay being able to match up with Nuke helps a lot. Um, 
I think yeah. the Eagles' pass rush. I don't think Arizona side. has enough in the front seven. That's what I think it comes down to. And Philly's got the bodies where even if you spread it out and the ball gets out quick, they've got the length and the size to alter those throws enough. I think Philly wins. With you. But a close game. Right. No, no a very close game. So this is the scenario we wanted to find out. We've already picked the, the Eagles to lose at Dallas. Correct. And we build this so on now, Friday as now who's going to win the NFC East. Now they're both 10 and 5. <laughs> okay, so Philadelphia has to beat – no, this is what we needed to know. So they both have to win in Week 17. Correct. They both have to win their games. Now, Dallas owns the tiebreaker right now because they're 4-1 in the division and Philadelphia's 3-2 and two because we gave Philly a loss to the Giants. Okay, so if they both win, Dallas is in. Dallas – is in and Philly's probably going to be the seventh seed. Okay. I think they both win their game in week 17, Dallas and Philly. I agree. Dallas beats the Giants. Philly beats Washington. Dallas in New York beats the Giants because yep. it's a must win scenario. It's not like we're going to sit. And that's why we didn't pick that game on Friday. We said, well, yep. you know, maybe, they, maybe they, okay. So, so actually, let me correct myself. I think Philadelphia is going to have an opportunity to be the sixth seed and we'll probably see Seattle still be the seventh seed. And we haven't even picked Seattle yet. Right. But Seattle, we've picked 10 games of Seattle. So Dallas and Philly both finish 11 11 and five. five. Yes. All right. The rest of the East is not going to be pretty. Let's just say that. No, but they did. Okay. That was a big, moment when we picked Philadelphia to lose the Giants. It was. It, it was we had it, Dallas it decided the division. It decided yeah, we, the division. Dallas went four and zero against New York and Washington in the division. And the now, Eagles went let three me, and one. Let me hypothetically do this. I'm gonna just because I want to see what do you think that if I if we gave Philly a win over the Giants, mm-hmm what do you think would have been the most likely game that we gave the Eagles a win in for them to lose? I want to see what, like, if you go to, like, strength the schedule or whatever, like what the tiebreaker would have given for who won the division. Um, I think New Orleans, right? Okay, so we'll give them a loss to New Orleans and a win against the uh, Giants. The Giants. Coming out of the bye. What a disastrous loss. Uh, Philly. So that swings the pendulum, huh? Yes. Now, the, to be fair, we haven't picked all the games in all the conferences yet, so that may change. The strength yeah. of schedule is not complete yet because the game, not all the games have been right. played. Right, right, right. But as right. of right now, our decision to give Philly a loss to the Giants has decided the, the NFC East in favor of the Dallas Cowboys. Stuff that happens, man. Yeah, stuff that happens. It's that you can look back, you're gonna kick yourself for it. Um, probably like some of these contracts the Eagles are giving out, huh? Yeah. So th- this is gonna be the fun part <laughs> of the discussion, right? So they're they're negative fifty in cap space for twenty twenty one. Yes. And then Playoff they have team. well, and their their flexibility for the like beyond that is also very poor. Like they're bottom of the league every year coming up, and they have like a lot of players under contract. Correct. 
And the problem is that they're not always, they're not all players that you want to have under contract through 2024. <laughs> so uh, it's time to, time to help Howie Roseman out here, Kyle. All right. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to read through the eligible names of note across the entire roster. And then we can pick our five that we're going to make eligible for the expansion draft. Okay. Okay. Quarterback Carson Wentz is eligible. Running back Miles Sanders is eligible. I didn't know they had Elijah Holyfield, fun little player at Georgia. He's technically eligible, but he's probably not going to make the roster. Uh, wide receiver Alshon Jeffrey is eligible and do $18.5 million in 2021. Wide receiver Deshaun Jackson is eligible and do $11 million in 2021. Marquise Goodwin, J.J. Orsega-Whiteside, also eligible. Uh, both tight ends, Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard, are eligible. Ertz is due over $12.5 million in 2021. Offensive linemen that are eligible, we have Lane Johnson, Brandon Brooks. Both of those guys are due 14 or more. Uh, Jason Kelsey, who's in a contract year and due 8.5. Andre Dillard, Isaac Sayamalo, uh, Matt Pryor. Uh, defensively, defensive line, Fletcher Cox is eligible. He's due $22.5 million next year, 2021. Brandon Graham is eligible. He is technically in a contract year, uh, due $18 million, and facing uh, void guaranteed cap hits for at least three seasons after the end of his contract. Holy cow, guys. Uh, Malik Jackson is eligible in a contract year, due $13.5 million. It's bad. Derek Barnett's eligible and do $10 million. Javon Hargrave, who they just signed, is eligible and do $15.2 million. Josh Sweat is eligible. Uh, these linebackers, holy cow. <laughs> TJ Edwards is the only eligible linebacker uh, because Jatavis Brown, Nate Gary, Duke Riley, yes, those are the best linebackers on the Eagles roster, um, are all expiring contracts. In the secondary – uh, our eligible players, Darius Slay, who they just acquired, Rodney McLeod, and Avante Maddox. Literally the only eligible. And their entire secondary minus Slay is expiring contracts this year. So Alshon Jeffrey on the list? Yes. How many years of tenure does he have? Oh. Because we might want to put Deshaun on this list too. All right. Let's find out here. I've got Alshon loading up. Dun, dun, dun. This is going amazingly fast. Let me just tell you. All right, here we go. He, he'll, this is his ninth year, so he's not a 10-year player. That's anymore. excellent because Deshaun is a 12-year guy. This is his 13th year. We got to put him on, right? We got to put them both on, and we got to hope they both get picked. And I got to tell you right now, <laughs> as co-GM of the San Diego Scouts, Alshon Jeffrey ain't getting picked, brother. <laughs> All right, so there's $30 million in cap space that we is not going to get picked up, but we would can, love to. Can we appreciate – Alshon Jeffrey hasn't had a 1,000-yard rece receiving season since 2014, and he's due $18 million next year. It's good money if you can make it, brother. What the hell is going on here? <laughs> he hasn't had 900 yards in a season. He hasn't had 850 yards in a season since 2014. Caught a, caught a really He's getting $18.6 million. Come take his job, man. What is happening? 
Sour cap's a myth, they said. <laughs> Until it's not. <laughs> Until it's not. All right. Um, any, who else, where else does the fruit hang low here? Some freaking huge numbers. I feel like one of these defensive linemen's got Derek Barnett. I was thinking him too. Yeah. Get ahead of that. Yep. Because let's be honest, if Derek Barnett was all that in a bag of chips when you made him a top 20 pick, you probably wouldn't be paying these other guys what you're paying him. Derek Barnett, 10 10 million. 10 million. 10.05. All right. Um, Brandon Graham too. <laughs> All He's that eighteen, money. dude. He's due eighteen million. Yeah, we can only hope. I think. Although we have to he put him is, down. is he a ten-year guy? He came in the league in two thousand ten. Um. Yes, he's not eligible. It's either him or Deshaun. Yeah, I think we stick with Deshaun. Okay, so you feel like one of these offensive linemen has to go on here? Kind Sinalu. of, but uh... <laughs> this is impossible. Better hope um, Prince Tega and Jack Driscoll wind up being starters for you eventually. Got to pick two more players here. Um, this is this is impossible. What about – I don't want to make Ronnie McLeod available either. No, he's like a reasonably priced player. Right, he's 5.2 you know, mil. Yeah. But he, I mean, he's in a contract here too. Yeah, we'll just let him walk. I think, I think we've got to put like Simialu on here. Okay. No, unless and you then, want to expose Brooks and, or Johnson. No. Right. They're, or they're elite players. Kelsey, I thought about. Because it's not a guarantee that he's gone. How many years of tenure does he have now? I think we could just go with Simialu. He'll on. probably get picked, too, by the Put way. Put him on. Put him on. Yeah, he will. But they got a math problem here. And uh, we, we, Kelsey's not eligible. This is his 10th year, 2020. Yep. Uh, we've because committed we've, that spot to Deshaun. We've already exhausted that. Yep. This team is so old. <laughs> this team is old and expensive. What a bad place to be. All right. We've got to get one more guy out here. It's got to uh, be a throwaway guy. Unless you well, want to put like our Sega white side on it, but then you're putting three receivers on the list. Right. And I know they just brought in Hightower, Rager, and Quez Watkins, so like they could probably take some of that in stride. But they're going to keep Alshon Jeff, like Alshon Jeffrey, ain't getting picked. So, what about Malik Jackson? Considering the money you're paying to Cox and Hargrave, I'm just looking at this contract real quick. I want to make sure I'm understanding this correctly. It is weird. Money has been deferred. Yeah, so he, he, the last year of his contract is literally 
2021. 2021. And he's getting paid. He's getting a Bobby Bonilla situation here. <laughs> smaller, smaller sample size of time, but yes. Yes. He's collecting doubled like in in the uh tens of millions of dollars in 2022 and 2023 while not playing for the eagles a base salary how is that how is that possible they restructured his deal when did they restructure it um like recently it says 2022 to 2024 are void slash dummy years they must have They must have done that. Malik Jackson, we should just look up restructure here. See what oh, okay, doing. okay. So he's not getting $13 million in those years. It's his they cap re- hit. No. He's only getting prorated bonus in 22, 23, and 24. And it's 3.6 mil in the first two years. So I don't know if those were like old terms that used to be existent but are no longer like out but over the cap has him 2022 3.6 million dollar prorated signing bonus and that's it i see see what i mean yes so i guess the way that that this was proposed is a little misleading so does that make you less inclined to put him on here I mean, you're not you're going to own the money either way, right? He's not under contracts. So you're going to pay him either way. That three point six mil. I think this has to be a throwaway player. You can't give away your entire like identity of your team, and the defensive line is like such a clear strength for them. Okay, which throwaway players are you uh, proposing here? Vontae Maddox, I mean, he's a meaningful player for them. Maybe um, TJ Edwards is starting Mike Linebacker. Maybe Arcega Whiteside. Yeah. Maybe Josh Sweat. Do Josh Sweat. Okay. He's due he's do a million dollars in 2021. And that concludes how much? What is the uh, the list? What is it amount? One point three for sweat. Oh, it's one point one rounded. Yes. Okay, so there it is. We got a list: five players exposed to the scouts, two wide receivers, Alshon Jeffrey at eighteen and a half million, Deshaun Jackson ten point nine million, two defensive ends, Derek Barnett ten point oh five million, Josh Sweat one point one million, and then interior offensive lineman Isaac Simialu five point four one million. And we have projected the Eagles to go 11-5. and five, Most likely making the playoffs, just kind of looking at the way it's going to lay out the rest of the way. Very difficult to see 11-5 not be one of the top seven seeds. So we will have more games to predict for the Eagles down the road. Uh, but not before we continue working through the rest of the 2020 schedule and predicting all 32 teams, their schedules, and make all these players available for the San Diego Scouts pick. Kyle Krabs. Joe Marino, thanks as always for listening to the Draft News Podcast. We hope to see you tomorrow for Takes on Takes.